Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Um, I'm glad to be here. I'm excited to be here and bring this powerful word for you all. Um, I want us to take this moment right now and just share the stream a few times. Someone needs to hear this word. They're going to be blessed by this word. They're going to be blessed by understanding what it is that God is saying regarding service, regarding submission. I want you guys to share this before we jump right into this. Share it. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be life changing. It's going to be transformative. I want us all to just share as much as you can. Share, 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 and I'll jump right into it. Let's see those numbers go up. Let's share it. Let's share it. And I'm going to jump right into this thing. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Share, share wherever you are in the world, around the world. Greetings to you. Greetings to everyone in whatever part of the world you're in at this moment. We welcome you here at Revelation Church. We welcome you to be a part of what we're doing right now as, as, you, as you listen. May the Spirit of God lead you to hear what God is saying. May the Spirit of God lead you to understand that there is power in service, that there is power in submission. Share the stream. Share the stream. Share the stream. Be unashamed. Unashamed. Share it with someone. This will bless somebody. This is going to bless somebody. Hallelujah. 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 This is going to bless somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is going to bless somebody somewhere. Somebody somewhere. Facebook, I see you. Can we share it? Let's get those streams up. Let's share it. Let's share it. God is stirring my spirit right now. I am ready to go, but I'll need you guys to share this so that someone doesn't miss out, so that someone doesn't miss their breakthrough, so that someone doesn't miss a key that is needed for them to get to the next level. Amen. Share, share, share. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Well, welcome. And I want to start off by saying I just want to just give glory to God, honor to God, honor to my spiritual father, prophet Eliam. I want to give honor to my spiritual mother. I want to give honor to my wife even for allowing me to be here. I just want to just thank God for these people who God has placed me with and the grace that he's given me to even speak right now on this platform that God has given to my father, that God has given to this ministry and to be able to change the world. Amen. Amen. We want people to understand that what we're doing here, what is happening through Ilya generation, this generation, this nation that God has raised up of these people, it is something that you can grasp hold of. It is something that you can take a hold of and you can apply these things to your life and you'll be able to tap into that exact same grace. I want you people Hallelujah. to keep sharing this thing. I want you to understand that the Lord Jesus is here. Ah, I can feel his presence. He's here right now and he's wanting to give you guys a word. Share, 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 share. It is a great privilege to be here and to speak, I hold this not light. I take this not lightly at all. This is something that God has been pulling me towards, something God has been navigating me to. And as I look at my spiritual father, the one who I serve, who I'm submitted under, the one who I follow as he follows Christ, I begin to learn that there are things that you can only tap into without with service and submission hmm. many of us many of us as christians we miss out on certain things because we are not tapping into service 
and submission. Mm-hmm. Service and submission are two different things, but they go hand in hand. And I will break that down to you tonight as you guys continue to share the live stream, as you continue to pray with me, as you continue to pray for me. God is going to do something mighty here. Amen. Amen. Let me see somebody just type, I'm ready. I'm ready. If I'm you're ready. ready for what God is going to I'm do, ready. just type, I'm ready. I'm type, ready. I'm ready. Type, I'm ready to receive. Type it, type it, type it, share it. Let someone know that God is going to do something mighty tonight. Let somebody know that the prophet's son is speaking tonight, that the prophet's son is coming to bring forth a transformative word. Hallelujah. 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 This is wonderful. This is so powerful. I'm so glad to be able to be here. It is such a high privilege to be able to sit in this seat in this moment and to share with the Lord Jesus has given me to share it with you. It is such a great privilege. And I want to take this moment to start off and let somebody know and encourage you. The prophet has not abandoned us, guys. The prophet is here. I want you to just be comforted in knowing that he is here. He is praying for us. He is in front of the face of God consistently for us to lift us up. And I'm going to show you because some of you don't understand why that's a powerful thing. Mm. Some people understand. I love the man of God. He's powerful, but I don't understand what his relationship with God has to do with me. Hmm. What does his relationship with hmm. God have? How does that have any? The Bible says work out your own soul salvation. So how does that have anything to do with me? I'm going to show you tonight. Come on. I'm going to teach you right now how to serve and submit according to how God has ordained it to be. So the man of God is still here with us. He's praying for you. We are all being lifted up in prayer in front of him around the world. Everyone here, everyone here, we're being lifted up and God is going to do something powerful tonight. Hallelujah. 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 I want to start off by saying this because I submitted unto God. When I first gave my life to Christ, my father, my father's a pastor. My father's a pastor, mighty man of God. My father has taught me well. He instilled the word of God. I'm talking about my biological father right now. He instilled the word of God in me to a point to where it allowed such a solid foundation Mm. to where even I would hear certain people talking and I was like, ah, that's, they're not getting what God is saying. They're not understanding what God is saying, but I knew the spirit of God was moving in me. Mm. I knew the spirit of God was moving. The foundation he laid for me was very solid and I got such a knowing such an understanding that opened me up. Now, when I met my spiritual father, he started off as my friend. And this is what I want you guys to understand. The power of, I'm telling you, the power of servanthood, the power of submission is dangerous. He just started off as my friend. We both were in the same career, the music industry, same profession. We were in a studio session working with a famous artist. And as we were working, I heard this man talk and as i listened to him talk i said wow god who is this dude that i just remember seeing him and he even physically he looked different than everyone he spoke different he had an accent but there was so much power i was immediately the first encounter with him i was drawn to him yet he said nothing about god he said not one thing about the spirit of god he was just speaking but there was something there that I was drawn to. And I remember the friend, the mutual friend of ours who introduced me to him 
for the sake of music initially, called me one day and he said, hey, Mike, let's go back to the studio. And we went back to the studio and my father at the time was just my friend, Papa Lo was there and we sat and he played music and I developed a relationship with him but this relationship was based off of our mutual love for music, nothing else. I remember coming, going to my hometown in Kansas City. Shout out Kansas City. I remember going to my hometown in Kansas City and God was working on me. And this was late 2012. God was working on me. He was doing a deep, deep, deep work in me, but I didn't understand what was happening. Keep in mind, I had now known Prophet Elia, but I had not known Prophet Elia at this moment. Mm. I went to Kansas City and God was showing me all kind of things going on. There was division amongst friends, amongst family, all these different things were happening. And it seemed that I was the only one who could get the full scope of what of what needed to happen. And I remember I remember being home and I called my family together for a meeting because I felt there was a lot of discord. I remember this time very vividly. We're now going into the top of 2013. Um, and, and I called my family and I said, guys, we need to have a meeting because God wants to reconcile things in this family, be it differences, be it misunderstandings. God wants us to understand the power of his love and his grace and his mercy. And I prayed and as we began to speak, and we discussed amongst ourselves, I realized nothing was actually changing. In fact, all the things that we had been talking about now that we were gathered together, and my family, I see some of them watching, you guys can be a testimony to this, you're a testament to this. It turned into people crying, and I don't mean crying for healing, I mean crying because of carrying disappointment. It turned into arguments, it turned into misunderstanding, and I remember I left Kansas City the next day and I said, this is where my heart and my mind is. It was and God is my witness. I said, I am done. I am done with dealing and trying to be a cornerstone for my family. I am done with trying to do these things. And I went back to L.A. The very next day, me being the chaser of my dream that I was at that time, being the ambitious person that I was, I called Papa Lo and I said, Papa, I said, I, well, at the time I didn't call him Papa, but I said, I said, Papa Lo, I, I need to come to the studio. I'm just, I'm serious about this music. I don't care about nothing else. I just want to focus and, and go on this music. Let's come to the studio. Let's get some tracks together and let's go and get these placements. And that was my mindset because everything else had become dead to me. And I know this is similar to a lot of you guys' stories, but I'm gonna show you where God comes in and I'm gonna show you how things change when you submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. I came back, Amen. I went to the studio. I remember this so vividly. I remember this like yesterday. I can feel it like yesterday. And as I went to the studio with him, we did all the things you would typically do in the studio. And at the end of that session, at the end of that session, he said, Mike, do you mind if I pray for you? Hmm. And that wasn't foreign for me to hear. 
because I'm telling you, the foundation in me was so well instilled. That wasn't a foreign thing. Can I pray for you? So I'm like, sure. But there was something that I, I was, I didn't even know. I'm just saying, sure. I'm just thinking, Lord, watch over us in Jesus' name, amen. I'm thinking that's how it's going to go. Lord, bless Mike in Jesus' name and go home. I kid you not, he prayed for me. He prayed for me. I literally, I cannot explain how I know this, but I literally felt my spirit man laying from laying down, rise up inside of me. I felt my spirit man rise up inside of me and I began to weep. I wept. Listen to me. I wept in front of the man of God. Powerful. And I was immediately, instantly that day, I was transformed. Amen. I was transformed that Amen. day, that moment. And it was an instant transformation. And this was like, now it's about two, three in the morning. Anybody who knows the studio life, you know how those hours can go. And it was about 3 a.m. in the morning. And I go home to my wife and I immediately say, babe, and I didn't have the words to articulate what had happened. But I said, I said, sweetie, we have to be serious about the things of God. Wow. I told her, I said, I met a man. I feel like the lady at the well. I, I, I met a man. I met a man who told me of everything that I had just experienced without me telling him. And he told me how God was going to use me and what he was going to do. And he brought me out of darkness. He showed me, hey, Mike, I know you know God, but... I want you to know him deeper. Mm. And at the moment, I was stunned. There was really not, there wasn't much I could actually do. I, I couldn't fathom what was happening. Yes. Spiritually, I knew there was a change, but I was still coming to the realization of what had happened. I just knew, I just knew I needed to follow Christ. Everything else, it was like everything else became so irrelevant. It became yeah. so irrelevant. And he invited me to the prayer meetings. And as I got into the meetings, I remember at this time, there was literally, I can count it on hand, seven people. Mm -hmm. There were seven people in the meeting. And I brought me and my family, my daughter, Cameron, and he taught us how to pray. There was a, this, these were, I was, I was speaking with my father and these were the, these were the raw grace days. This is when it was early and God was just using us because he decided to use us. Amen. It was Amen. so powerful. Amen. And to see where we've come now is such a blessing and it's such a privilege. But during this particular time, during this moment, I'm looking at people. People are speaking in tongues regularly. It was, and I know this is a testimony for a lot of you guys, but I just want to share this with you because a lot of you know, oh, that's Mike. He's the firstborn. And, 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 and for me personally, I'm not one who's big on titles, but I'm going to honor that title tonight because it would be dishonorable not to do so. So I thank God that I am the firstborn, that he has called me to be in this place under prophet Elia, who has brought me and helped me and teach me of the things of God in a way that I never knew, that I had never experienced until that moment I encountered him. And I remember in these meetings, learning, praying, I would see people, I would see, I'd seen deliverance. 
I had witnessed deliverance. Again, I'm a pastor's son, so it wasn't a new thing. But I wasn't used to it as often as I had become. I, this thing was happening here, here, left and right. It's like every Thursday night, somebody's getting delivered. Demons cast out, chairs falling over. Some of you guys remember how it was back at the house. It was just, it was radical. And it was like, it, you can definitely tell it was raw in that period of time. But God was still using us. And it was radical. And I just remember looking at all these things. And I decided I'm going to submit to this man. Now, I didn't know or understand. I didn't even have the ability to articulate that I'm submitting. But my spirit was drawing me to start submitting to him. Mm. The next thing I know, God mm. is my witness and my wife will tell you because sometimes it made her sick. I was over this man's house, our prophet's house, every single day trying to pull from him trying to hear from him hanging out with him playing the games with him watching movies with him eating food with him trying to pull from him again praying with him him teaching me things it was an ongoing process for quite a while i remember i went back to kansas city and this is where <laughs> this is where it got interesting i remember i went back to kansas city and um my my brother was going through a very 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 rough time in his life and um as i got back to kansas city i went to his house and i was just chilling you know i'm just walking but i'm a new me nobody knows i'm the new me yet they just know oh mike's back in town and i remember i was just at his house and we were watching we were watching basketball I was on in the background um and his wife came his wife came in and i remember them talking to me and his wife mentioned something and she said I've been seeing demons at the edge of my bed now before I would have I might have just been this guy who yeah would have just ah I don't know what to say about that you know <laughs> demons and aliens and I don't know you know that's what that's where I would have been but because of the encounter yes, yes my spirit and because of my connection and my service my spirit was was drawn to a place to for the first time never done it in my life bring deliverance i remember praying for my brother hmm. powerful oh my god praying for my brother and his wife and i remember them i remember them uh Jesus this is so beautiful. I remember praying for them and they got delivered mm. and there were things that they were doing while I cast out demons that were happening at the ministry back in L.A. Wow. And I sat there and I said, oh, my God, this it, it was God was so good to me. He gave me a deeper, deeper knowing of him. I tell people all the time, God, this is what God does. God, God lets you know him. In many ways, you can know the God of deliverance and you can know the God of deliverance. I'll explain what I mean. Hey. You can be the person who's been delivered and you know God as your deliverer, but you can be the vessel that is bringing deliverance hey. and you can know God is able to deliver. You have now learned and, and experienced truly who God is when you speak of deliverance. You can be come on, come sick on. and receive healing. You can be the vessel that is bringing healing are we understanding what come i'm on, saying come on. are we hearing me you can be that person i learned not only 
was I delivered. Yes. But now I carried, I became a carrier of deliverance. Yes, yes. How did this happen? I had never done it in my life. Mm-mm-mm. How did this happen? Mm-mm-mm. How did this happen? I started to serve and I submitted myself. I served and I submitted. If I would have encountered him, it is possible I would have went to new levels, but I would have not touched where I am right now. If I would have just encountered him and not submitted and served, God could have took me somewhere or I could have went somewhere and I would have been out of my destiny and I would have been able to go, but that would, there would have been a cap to that. Wow. By encountering this prophet on my destiny, on my way to, to do what I thought I was out here to do. Yes. To do what I thought I was here for. God said, I got you here for something greater. Music is cool and all. Music is lovely, but I have something bigger for you. Mike, I want you to be a pillar for my people. Wow. I want you to carry what the prophet carries. Wow. I want you to carry this and I want you to bring forth and encounter the people that he won't encounter and show them yes. that God is real. Yes. I want to debunk this myth that many Christians, a lot of immature Christians have. They think because I serve and submit to a man of God that that person is my God. Mm. I want us to get that out of our heads. It is foolishness and it's why many of us are not growing. Come on. Many of us are not growing because we're stuck in thinking that the man of God is just the man of God. But he is the carrier of something. Come on. He is the on. carrier of something that we have to tap into. I want to go to a scripture really quickly. He is the carrier of something that we have to tap into. Amen. Service. Let's start off with service. When we look at service and what service really means, service is, you can look at service as works. Service is something that I am to do unto. It is something I am to do unto. Mm-hmm. Works are needed or service let me say is needed the bible teaches us that god is saying choose ye this day whom ye will serve who will you serve it is showing you there's something you must do submit under to do something yes before i served i never had any encounters wow before i served i never had the revelation although it was things that were in me it wasn't birthed out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the foundation that my biological father set was watered by prophet Elia it was something that God said I'm creating Mike Dupree this guy's going to be dangerous this guy's going to birth him biologically and raise him and teach him and then he's going to encounter this guy and when those things mix and when I put this in him and he's brought up under this the submission of this man of God as he becomes a man yes he is going to do my will. He's going to serve me and it will be effective unto the people. I'm saying that to say, as we serve, hmm, 
as we serve, we must understand what serving really is. Yes. The Bible teaches us that Jesus was a servant to all. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a servant to all. Jesus was a servant, but check this out. If you look at the rest of what we're talking about tonight, servant and submission, Jesus was a servant of all, but he wasn't submitted to everybody. Mm. I want to break down something for you. Jesus was a servant to all. Yes. Let us, let, let's, um, hmm. Let's go to James 2. 2 and 20. James 2 and 20. Amen. And I and I want I want us to I want us to um I want us to be focused in I, I want us to be focused in understand what God is saying. I want us to be focused and understand. Actually, let's go here. Let's go here. Shibrata bahasa kotohoso. Service ababa bahasa. Let's go here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go here. Let's go to First Samuel three and one. Let's go to first Samuel three and one. Amen. Amen. Would you, would you read that for me? First Samuel chapter three, verse one. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. Mm -hmm. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. Mm -hmm. There was no open vision. Mm -hmm. Verse two. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass at that time, when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. Verse three, and ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was and Samuel was laid down to sleep. Verse four, that the Lord called Samuel and he answered, here am I. Verse five, Mm -hmm. and he ran unto Eli and said, here am I for thou callest me. Yes. And he said, I called not, lie down again. And he went and lay down. Verse six, Mm -hmm. and the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not my son, lie down again. Verse seven. Yes. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. Mm -hmm. Verse 8. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Mm. Verse 9. Stop right there real fast. Yes. And Eli perceived. What was it? And Eli perceived. That the Lord had called the child. That the Lord had called the child. You hear God when you serve a man of God who is before God. Wow, wow, wow. I'll say that again. You hear God 
when you serve a man of God who is before God. Come on. I want to break that down. It unlocks you to the dimension of God. Yes, it yes. brings you to a place of God. Because I am because I have been serving and because I am submitted under Prophet Elia, what has what has happened with me is I tell people this all the time. Mm-hmm. I can ride a bicycle and someone can drive a car. Obviously a car will go fi- faster than a bicycle. Right. What happens when you encounter the prophet or a man of God who is truly before God, who has been ordained and called by God himself, is he, he pulls up to you on your bike mm-hmm. while you're riding. He pulls up to you and he says, hey, come in. You cover more ground. Ooh, you cover on. more ground quicker on, than you would on. have on your own. The problem is many of us, we want to just say, I have my own relationship with God. That's amazing. You're supposed to. But as I am, Paul said it like this, follow me as I follow Christ. In other words, hop yes. in this Corvette real quick. Hop in this, this Maserati. We're going to go real quick, Mike. I know, I, know you, I know God has called you. I can Amen. see that. Amen. But there's limits to what you can do. Wow. As I begin to serve and submit to the prophet, I tap into a realm of grace that allowed me to enter the vehicle that he's driving. Yes. I tapped in, nobody, I don't think we're really getting this. I tapped into a realm of grace yes. that allowed me to enter, this is his vehicle, his car, yes. not mine. Right. I was able to enter a realm of grace that is the prophet's, that was his. And because of grace, I was able to benefit at an accelerated rate then I would be benefiting if I was on my own Come because on. he is hearing in HD. Come on. I'm searching through the old school. Ra- <laughs> <laughs> I'm searching through the old school radio yes, trying yes, to, yes, yes. to hear what God is saying. But he's like, Mike, we over here in HD, not only for the audible, but for the visual. We're looking at it. This is in 4K right now. Mike, come through yes, here. Yes, this is yes. ultra 4K HD. You don't have to do that. What I'm trying to tell somebody and I want to encourage somebody to understand is that we have to throw away this notion or this mindset that I have to, I I, I can only do this on my own. Yeah. People, the world understands this. Let me get a mentor who can help me in this area. I will cover more ground than I could do on my own. That's but right. for some reason, the body of Christ feels like, ah, that's worship to that man. That's worship to that man. Mm. You're, 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 that's not honor. You're putting him in the place of God. And you have to sit and you have to question. If, if you really hear what I'm saying, you question yourself and you say, this is for those who have who are not hearing, who have not heard this, who don't understand what I'm really saying. Question yourself and say, why do we even have pastors? What is their purpose? Why do we have evangelists? What is the purpose of these people if it were not to help you see God and hear God better? Yes. What would their purpose actually be? Yes, yes. And any wise one will understand that I need to have someone who can help me. I need to be accountable. Yeah. My spiritual father has a spiritual father. So it cannot be, 
-hmm. worship or cannot be he cannot be my God in that sense if he is doing the same thing to another who is doing the same thing to another we are growing we are being pulled up come up here come up here come up here come up here and it's it's a change the Bible says go thank you Jesus the Bible says go from glory to glory the revelation is this you cannot go from glory to glory without submission under a man of God it is impossible you cannot go from glory to glory without submission under a man of God. You cannot, unless God himself has crafted you for that to be what you're doing. But even then, you look at Papa Lo, mm-hmm. and you look at him and you say, wow, look at all the things that God has done. Look at how God has used him mightily. Many of us have so many testimonies. We look at all of this, and then we say, he still decided to submit under somebody. Yes. What? Yeah, yes. Amen. Uh-huh. That's true. There's something that we all we all need to be able to get. I remember, and this was my this was one of my first encounters. It was so crazy. I was in the bed at home. My wife was there with me, and I, I and I, I I was I was asleep. I fell asleep. I had a dream. Oh, I, actually, it was I was I was into a vision to be honest with you, and in the vision. I was with the prophet and I looked at him face to face and he went like this and he had a piece of coal like sleep in his eye and he did this and he put it in my eye. I, I remember shaking. I woke up shaking in the bed. I remember waking up shaking in the bed. My wife woke up. What Mike What's going on? I was I could not stop shaking. I felt the presence of God on me. Physically, this was one of the greatest times I've ever felt the presence of God. And my wife is like, what's going on? And I'm like, nothing, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, go back to sleep. I instantly got up, I started praying, I started seeking God, I started thanking God. I called Papa, Papa called, Papa confirmed some things with me that God was doing. But I received an impartation because I served under the man of God. Mm. When you serve under a man of God. When you submit under a man of God, you receive impartation. When you submit under a man of God, not only, not only do you begin to hear God, yes. but you begin to receive impartation that you can enter that realm to do the things that God has been using him to do as well. Amen. i never done deliverance, but the first time I delivered someone, it was my own sibling. My own sibling. My own physical sibling, my own biological sibling. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I had ever delivered someone. But I had seen Papa Lo doing it time and time and time again. Mm-hmm. Because I tapped into that, that realm uh, and serving him. And this is what people have to understand. These, my heart for service, and many of us, we, we, we're, we're doing, we all are serving. But my heart for service was so great. I remember I would have, my wife would be so upset with me. Because I was serving Papa Lo at such a capacity that it'll be three in the morning. Hey, Mike, let's go to Orange County. I got to go get this and this. Uh, 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 Papa Lo, I am in, I am in, I'm in Van Nuys, Papa Lo. We in, <laughs> you want to go to Orange County at three? In the, okay, cool. And I would get up, not because I felt obligated to. Mm-hmm. I was submitted. I had thrown away my obligations to feeling as if, or I had thrown away anything that 
where pride was still standing. I knew he had something that I didn't have and there was my spirit was constantly pulling me. I'm going to help this man. I'm going to help this man. I'm going to be there whatever he needs. I'm going to do whatever he however I can be of service. Yes. And that was something that God is still doing for me. But in this particular season, it was my, my, my molding process where God was taking me somewhere and there was so much, so much time I was spending one-on-one -on -one with him that I started to mold. Even at getting up at three, it was a sacrifice. When you serve, you sacrifice. That's another point to write down. You cannot truly serve without sacrifice. That's deep. I have to be able to serve. I have to do something sometimes I don't feel like doing. Yes. Sometimes I don't feel like doing it. Those who even assist Pablo, they'll tell you, sometimes they might not feel like doing this, but it's not about them anymore. It's about them receiving something that they've never had. It's about them getting close to God. You can say that again. That's it's deep. about them getting closer to God. When we serve, there is impartation. There we are submitted under, under the man of God. Our will... This is why Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. What he's doing unto God, Paul was saying, hey, this is what I want you guys to do. Copy me. Copy me. I love what, I love what my father taught me so, so well. Um, he, he, he said this. The prophet said this. He said, the difference from being in the spirit and not being in the spirit is the decision to do so. Hey, come on. When I decide... When I decide that, I, take, take it like this, I can pray right now. Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. We magnify you. As I pray, I will find myself in the realm of the spirit. I didn't start off there, but as I kept pushing, I ended up there. It's the same thing with tongues. It's the same thing with, with, uh, with meditation. It's the same thing with supplication. It's the same thing with various forms of prayer. It is the decision to do so that brings you there. We overcomplicate it by thinking that there's some takeover thing that's going to happen. No, I am deciding to do because I have decided to do. This is where I will end up. And I'm saying that to say this. That's good. Because though I decided as I was learning and understanding, yes. I made a decision. I am serving. I knew that me serving was a decision yes. that was bringing me into the spiritual realm. Yes. It wasn't, you see it as physical. Why he kneeling down? Why he doing that? You're seeing a physical thing. Mm -hmm. But I know that my decision to do is bringing me closer to God in the spirit. I'm getting closer to the deep. spiritual things. I'm going deep. deeper in this infinite God that many of us only want to look at from a surface. This is, this is what we have to understand. We have, we, we have before you, if you take an orange, for an example, many of us, mm -hmm. we, we Christians, we like to live on the outskirts of the orange. Yes. So when I tell you about the deeper things, it's hard for you to understand the deeper things because you have never dove into the orange. An orange to you may just be a ball. But mm -hmm. as I understand it, I get into that thing. Yes. I, you peel it. You say, wow, what is this? Yes. You yes. taste it. Oh, this is good. Yes. This is sweet. You look at it, you observe it. Yeah. I can eat this. I can make juice from this. Yeah. And this is something that now I go to the next level. There's seeds. Yeah. I can plant these yeah. to bring forth a tree. 
that will make more of these. Uh -huh. But many of us were just sitting around on the outside hey, of the orange. We're sitting around on the outside of something that God is saying, go deeper, go mm -hmm. deeper. So when you look at me kneeling, you look at me and you laugh. Ah, oh, that's not right. Or you look at me and you shun. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to tell you, it's a reason why some people have not tapped into certain things. They do not understand spiritual things. They do not understand the, the simplicity in deciding to be spiritual. Yes, they think yes. they think that I must be overtaken by this super sensation yes. in order to be in the spirit realm. Yes, it's simple. You do it. So as 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 Paul is saying, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm -hmm. As I follow, there were things I was just talking to my brother Derek. There were things mm -hmm. that we had a, we had a mutual conversation. And there were times where when I spoke in tongues, I found phrases of my tongues the same as Pablo's. Yes. And then there's also times where I will literally copy mm -hmm. the tongue. Absolutely. If that's what he's saying, I'm following. It is not that I'm trying to magnify the image of just who he is, but I'm trying. There's something that he understands as mm -hmm. he's speaking this spiritual language. I will use that as a basis to get myself going, to get myself flowing, to yes. get myself going. Some of us don't understand the power of mimicking or, or not mimicking, but copying. Mm -hmm. Some of us don't understand the power of copying. I see this. Let me copy it. Yes. Let me do this. It's a practice. I look at my children. They there's things and th there's things that I do or my wife will do. They will begin to do the same things and that's why and that's a whole nother topic, but that's why we have to be careful what we do in front of our children. But my point here is if I'm doing something that is well, it is being instilled in them. Yes. They're mimicking something, even though they don't understand it. Yes. They will come to the understanding of why this is good. Yes. They will be brought to the understanding of why that thi why this is good. Yes. Do we understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. You're teaching. Do we understand what I'm saying? Serving, serving and submitting. They're very, very powerful. Why am I, I'm not, why am I using the example of the man of God right now? Because if someone again is ahead of me and I submit to them, I benefit from them because I'm there with them. Yes. It taps me into a realm. Let me find this scripture. Let me find this scripture for you guys. I believe this will bless someone deeply. Amen. You're teaching good, Apostle. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we read John 12 and 26? Amen. John 12, 26. Yes. If any man serve me, mm -hmm. let him follow me mm -hmm. and where I am. There shall also my servant be. Okay. One more time. Because I, I really want them to and just slow it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Listen to this here. Please. John Listen to this. Chapter 12, verse 26. <laughs> if any man mm -hmm. serve me, mm -hmm. let him follow me me mm -hmm. and where I am there shall also my servant be so what is he saying 
if I want to be where God is, I have to follow God as I serve. Mm -hmm. I'll break it down like this. And, and someone might say, why do you keep using the prophet as an example? It's quite simple because God has placed people in pillars before us for us to learn from. It's that simple. So if I noticed someone's in a dimension in the spirit that I am not, if I yeah. never delivered, if I never prophesied, yeah. if I never spoke in tongues, yeah. if I never did miraculous things, yeah. God has used me to do all of these things under a grace that I entered. If I had never done those things, but I'm seeing a man of God doing those things. Yes. When I serve that man of God, I have access to do those things. Yes. It is that simple. That is what Jesus is saying. Mm. You will be where I am. Yes. Serve me. You will be where I, if, if he's in this level, this realm. Yes. I need to. Okay. I need to get closer. I need to get closer. God has provided people to us that we are to be servants unto that we will through serving them. We are ultimately serving God. This is about the Lord Jesus. Yes. This is about serving him. That's but so I want to break something down so that we can understand it. It is through submission. That we are a blessing unto someone. When I submit unto Papa Lowe, the Bible tells us this. It says, do not be a burden to your leaders. Be joy for them. Don't make it hard for them. Many of us need to repent right now because we've been making it hard. We've been making it hard. We've been bringing things that don't need to be there. It says, be a joy. Be a joy. Make it happy. Make him happy. Make the man, the woman, the guy, your pastor, your bishop, whoever it may be for you. Make their job easy and understand if there's something that they're doing that they've tapped into that I have not tapped into, I need to be willing to submit myself under there. And in doing so, I'm going to be a blessing unto them. Submission is essentially or, or serving at, a, at its core is being a blessing unto. It's being a, you could interchange the word blessing with service it, 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 to an extent. I can yeah. simply say, hey, I am serving this man. or I am blessing this man. I'm out. I'm doing a deed to the poor. I am offering service unto them. And in that service, yes, in that service, I am being a blessing too. Yes. So we are blessing our spiritual leaders as we serve God mm -hmm. under them. Mm -hmm. That is a very, very deep thing that I want us to understand. Yeah. Submission, submission, submission. Usually we hear the word submission. We think, you know, when it comes to, uh, marriage. That's kind of where we go. Mm -hmm. We kind of we kind of go with the whole marriage thing of it and wives are ah submission and it becomes this thing. I thank God for is he the one and is she the one because he broke that down very, very well. But wives submitting unto your husband is simply being a blessing unto him. Let me submit. Let me offer my service unto you mm -hmm. that I may bless you as we are going through this journey together. Mm -hmm. That's simply what it's saying. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't think we think of submission and we think of, you know, WWE <laughs> headlock sharpshooter, you know, yes. UFC, yes, um, yes, put them yes. in a guillotine. It's not that. Yes. It's not that. Not in that way. Because that's forced submission. Mm. That's what demons do. They force you into their will. God is a gentleman. He suggests his will to you. 
And then you say, Lord, I surrender myself to you. I surrender my ways unto you that you may receive, that you may, that you may use me as you desire to you. If this is blessing you, I want someone just for a second, just go ahead. Don't, don't, don't allow, don't allow the outside voices. I'm talking about, don't allow the people who you've never seen operating in spiritual things to be a deterrence to you. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't allow, let me rephrase it. Do not allow people who, who you have never seen dive into spirituality, godly spirituality. Yes. To be a deterrence to the voice of God for what you should be doing. Come Don't on. allow them to do that. Come on. The moment you allow someone to tell you that's not what God is saying and they can't show you something to counter or to go, not just to counter it, but they can't show you something of spiritual substance to prove and back what they're saying. Yes. It's illegitimate. It's, it doesn't Come matter. Come on. It doesn't matter. You're teaching. This is what I want us to really understand. I, I keep putting emphasis on it. Serving and submission. It's it's a deep, deep, misunderstood, overlooked thing in the in the in the in the in the in the Christian church today. We'll go to church and, and, and I grew up in church, but not my father's church, but I played piano in many different style of denominations of churches. And what I notice is people are willing to people are willing to they're not really submitted to the man of God. They're just there. Talk about it to say as long as what he says caters to my feelings then i'm going to go along with the man of god come on come going on. along with something and being submitted to something are two different things my daughter knows that she knows that i i shouldn't go along she knows i should be doing something else but if she goes along with something that's wrong she will suffer the consequences of something she should not uh she will suffer those same consequences as though she's going along with yes if i am submitted Yes. Truly submitted. It is my will to say. I, I freely give my will and say, God, I'm following you. God, I'm listening to you. Yes. I'm submitted under the man or woman of God that you have me under. I am growing. I am pushing. I am seeking you. I'm doing all these things. This is what people from, tend not to understand. The Bible is practical. I remember Papa Lo saying. You know, I remember him laughing like, what do these guys mean making the word of God practical? The word of God is practical. Yes. It's literally there. Do what it's saying. It will bring you. The decision to do will begin to bring you into spirituality. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. As I decide to do, and in this case, I'm speaking on serving and submitting. As I decide to serve, yes. as I decide to, be a, uh, to submit and be a blessing unto the prophet, yes. I am being brought into a deeper place. Yes. That's what I want you guys to understand. God is good. God is good. God is good. We're going to go deeper. If this is connecting with you, I want you guys just to begin to sow a seed. Just sow a seed. If this is connecting with you, if this is opening you up, if you want to connect with God, if you want to be able to serve the man of God and get deeper into the things of God, sow a seed. Sow a seed that allows you to enter into this. When you connect, you say, I am submitting my money. I submit this. Come on to to connect with this word. There are dimensions that you just can't get into 
Just like without giving, there's certain dimensions you can't tap into. Same for serving. There's certain dimensions you can't tap into without serving. It's just that simple. Talk about there's it. dimensions you can't tap into without submission. It's that simple. There's no way around it. If, I, if, if this word is touching you in any way, just sow a seed. Sow a seed. If God has been good to you tonight, then you know God is telling you something that even if it, ah, that's a rough one. Sow that seed. Connect with the word of God so that he can pull you to that next level. So that he can pull you to that next level. Papa Lowe always jokes with me. I remember in my first encounter, he said Mike used to bring fruits and, you know, mm-hmm. Mike was bringing fruits and all of these different things. And, and I brought the fruits because I noticed that that was something I took my time to notice this was something that was there all yes. the time. Yes. Fruits were always there. Yes. So when I went out, I was like, I want to get him something. I didn't have much money in that moment. I would say, ah, let's get him some fruits. This is something that I know he enjoys. Yes. And it's also something It's the best I can offer at the moment. Yes. But I'm going to give it to him. And it was such a joy. It's wisdom. It was a joy for him. And because of that, I was able to tap into a privileged grace that allowed me now to see things clearer not that I couldn't see before. It's just much, much clearer. And it's ever, and I'm ever growing in that just as, as, as God is bringing us all to new levels, Amen. as God is bringing us all to new places, as God is doing a thing for each and every one of us. I want us to really, really understand here. Amen. I, I want us to really, really understand that God is a God of, the Bible says, do things decently. Mm-hmm. In, in order. Yes. If I am living for myself, there's no order. If I am serving God alone, yes. there's no order. Wow. I should be submitted. Mm-hmm. I should be submitted. Yes. Deep. It's, it's a tough thing, man. It's a tough thing because we, we have to realize that. And when you it's all throughout the Bible. Look at Elisha mm-hmm. benefited from Elijah. That's right. Because he served. But not only did he serve, yes. he was in pursuit of something. He's like, he got something. Yes. He has something. I need that. Mm-hmm. I want God and I want God like that. Yes. And we know all the amazing things that God used Elijah to do. Then he used Elisha to do. Right. But Elisha was a son of Elijah. And Elijah was, and, and we, we know this all the time. We, we know this. Papa Lowe mentions this. And Elijah was trying to shake him. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, if you can see when, when I when I get out of here, if you can be there, mm-hmm. you will receive it. Yes. That's where following comes in. If you truly want something. Yes. That the man of God has. Yes. Man, listen to me. If you truly want something that the man of God has. I'm talking about a real man of God. I'm not talking about some rinky dink. Man of God, no power. I'm talking about a true man of God. Yes. That has the living Holy Spirit, the living Jesus himself is walking with him, abiding in him, working with him, beside him, in him, through him, all over him. If you really want to experience that, it only comes in service. And submission. Amen. It comes through those things. It comes through those things. It's in stages. It's in stages. We're all, we're all, we're all here in, and, 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 and if you, if you look at this, we're all here 
trying to and, and, and we should be desiring to go to a new level in God. Yeah. I, I want something. Yes. Lord, I, I need something more. Yes. Solomon teaches that every, you can have everything in the world. It's vanity. It's vanity. It's nothing. Mm. There's something deeper. We have to, the Bible says, tra- be transformed by the renewing. Renew. Yes. Refresh of your mind. Yes. Meaning your mind will bring you to a place in yes. God yes. as you allow him to lead you. But you have to be willing to hit that refresh button yes. and say, let's what else needs to be added on? Mm-hmm. The problem with many of us is we were taught things and we were brought things into our lives. We were we were things were, were instilled in us. And now when we hear something that challenges that, yes, we shut it off. But God is saying, renew your mind, hit yes. that refresh button, because there may be something that you're missing. Mm-hmm. As I renew my mind, yes, That's deep. I begin, I begin to transform myself. Yes, as I renew my mind, I begin to be transformed. I remove any limit because ha- if you don't remove your mind, you can have the things of God, but it will be a limit. Be a limit. So when I get up the next day, Pablo says something. If this, if Pablo says something right now, if, if my brother says something, if my brother Will comes to me, my brother JT comes to me and they say something right now and it's empowering. But that's all I, if they're, that's all, if they taught me something and this is all that I'm willing to allow and there's nothing I can be, that can be added to that, yes. then I've created a ceiling for myself. So I need to remove it to say, that is true. Lord, what else is true? Challenging things, when you hear something challenging, it stretches you. It's, it's what causes you to grow. There is no growth without a challenge. Ask any professional athlete. Yes, it's true. Ask any, any professional anything just about. You have to be challenged in order to grow. The problem yeah. is we want comfort. We want comfort. I remember years, years, years ago, I... I, like I was telling you guys, I was getting close uh, with, with, with the prophet. I remember many, many years ago, and God came and gave me a vision. And in this vision, mm-hmm. I had a couch. And, I, and, and many of you back in the old days may remember this. But in this vision, I had a couch. And this couch was... This couch was a nice couch, but I was abusing the couch. Like I would let people come over and just put their feet up on the couch and yeah. it had jelly stains on it and whatever. And it was in the, and it was a couch and, and I said, okay, cool, whatever. I went to someone else's house. Yes. They had the exact same couch. This is a vision. I went to their house. They had the exact couch that I had. And I began to sit down on their couch. And they said, ah, 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 don't sit on that. This couch is an antique. This couch is just there. It's worth a lot of money. It's a very valuable couch. And I begin to say, wow, that's the same couch I have at home. Mm -hmm. I have this exact same couch. Mm -hmm. What am I saying? I got comfortable in this vision. God was warning me, don't get comfortable with the man of God, with the things of God. I got to a place where I was abusing something in this vision that I didn't realize was of value because I was got comfortable. And isn't it ironic that I'm telling you it was a couch? I had got comfortable. I was plopped back on it, feet up, kicked up, jelly stains, peanut butter stains, whatever. It was just, it was a mess. 
And I went to this person's house and they had the same thing. And I said, wow, they're taking such good care of this. They won't even let me here. No, don't sit on that. Sit on this chair here. Go and they And they had it. And it was like it was on display and it was valuable. God told me never take for granted, never get comfortable with me, with who I am, with the things I have with you. Don't get, I don't care how close you may even feel to the men, the women of God that you're serving under. I don't care how close you feel. Never allow yourself to be comfortable. I don't care how close they actually bring you in. Do not allow yourself to be comfortable. That's why we serve because serving reminds us I cannot afford to be comfortable because I must be pushed to another dimension in the spirit. The Come moment on. I begin to be comfortable, there is nowhere for me to go. Mm, I remember a long time ago, God told me this. He said, comfort is a fool's luxury. Mm. I want somebody to type that real fast. Comfort mm. is a fool's luxury. Comfort is a fool's luxury. Mm. Type that, type that, type that. Comfort is a fool's luxury. Comfort is a fool's luxury. And this is for every area of life. We should, be, we should be ready to push, press through, fight through. This is why it's hard for us to serve because serving is an uncomfortable thing. Yeah. It's hard for many of us to benefit because it's an uncomfortable thing. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable thing. So we are seeking comfort. But when I renew my mind, I say, ah, let's go do this. Let's do this. Let's get this. Let's go. We wake up in the morning. I got to get to the gym. You ready? You bright and early. It don't matter how you feel. You get yourself. You wash your face off. Let's go, man. Let's go hit these weights. Let's go hit these Stairmaster. Let's run. Let's get it. And you go and you do what you set out to do. Not based off of you, how you felt. Yeah. Because you might have felt like sleeping in. But that's not bringing you the benefits that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. The only thing that brings you the benefits of what you're looking for is going through something that is uncomfortable, something that is challenging, something that's going to bring you mm. to where God wants you to be. Hallelujah. This is, deep. this is deep. This is so deep. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, people of God. Listen, people of God. I've been sent here by God himself via the man of God to tell you to tell you, get outside of your comfort zone and figure out how you can be of service unto God. God, how can I serve you? How can I truly serve you? What is it that I can do for you? Yeah. How and 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 and, and not just acting on your own, being led by the Spirit of God, but as God reveals it to you. Being willing to relinquish everything that you think you know to be able to do what he's telling you to do. To be able to do what he's telling you to do. I look at, I look at this ministry and I see over the last eight years where we've come from and where we're going and where we are now and how God is bringing us up. Mm -hmm. And God is bringing us up and he's taking us to the new, next dimension. Yeah. There's some people who should be here. They're not here with us. There's some people who were here. They left. There's some. But God is saying, hey, you focus. Don't get comfortable. Don't get relaxed. Push through. Push through. Push through. Serve me. Submit unto me. I will give yeah. you rest. 
He's God is listen, man. I, I want somebody to really connect and hear what I'm saying. There are ways to get deep, to, to dive deeper into the spirit. There are ways to dive deeper in the spirit. And if you have not experienced certain things, and I'm not saying that the, these things alone verify you, but they are a sign. If you're walking in faith with God by the power of the Holy Spirit, they are a sign that will validate you in addition to the faith that you have. The work alone won't do it. But if you're walking with God and you have not tapped into certain realms of the spirit, mm. if you haven't tapped, it, tapped into certain things within the spirit of God, then you have to ask yourself, where, how do I, uh, many of us, I remember being, being, being younger and there were some things of God I just didn't completely understand. Yeah. And I was like, I don't get this. I don't get this. As I begin to go deeper with God, as I begin to go deeper with God, as I begin to walk deeper with God, I realized that being enlightened by God is up to you. Wow. It's up to me. There were things I didn't understand, but once I understood that it was up to me, hmm. I got to go deeper. I got to go deeper. Ask, ask, ask LeBron. Once he realized he was given a certain skill set, mm -hmm. he said, I got to, I want to be the best in the world. Yeah. I got to go deeper. I got to learn more. I got to do more. I got to work out harder. I got to put more money yeah. in my body than the other athletes are doing. I have to do this. And you can see the fruits in which of which he is now reaping. You can see the benefits mm -hmm. that he's gotten from it. Mm -hmm. There is something that you have to decide to do. Some of us are just good with entering a certain realm and then we relax there. And that's the exact reason why we haven't gotten there. Because we just want to get that. Lord, I just want to prophesy so bad. I want to prophesy. Help me take me to prophesy, prophesy. And then when you prophesy, that's, you, you're comfortable in just doing that only. If you see what we do in this family, how we pray, how we prophesy, how we heal, it is a grace, but it is something that is just a level in where God is do doing the healing. The Bible says in my name, you will cast out devils and heal. That's just one of the first commissions. So that's not even like a deep level. That's not a deep level. It's but many of us haven't even hit that level. Yeah. I think I just hurt somebody's feelings. Many of us haven't even hit that level. We haven't hit that level. There's, there's no, where's the healing? Where's the casting out of demons? But many of us are just concerned with getting to a certain point and we want to be comfortable. But God is saying, go from glory to glory to glory. How do I do that? I find someone who is going from glory to glory. I attach myself to them. As they go up, I go up. As they go up, I go up. As they yeah. go up, I go up. Yeah. And when it's done, God will look at me and say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Come on. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. The Bible tells a parent to train up a child and the way that they should go. And when they get older, they shall not depart. He says, train up a child. Listen to that word, train. Yeah. People don't understand that. Yeah. Train them. Meaning there's a process of things that they have to go through. Yeah. This isn't even just raising up. This is training. Yes, yes. Train them. Yes. 
meaning they will fail. They will fall. They will do some things, but you train them. Training, training, training over. And I instill it. I instill it. I instill this thing. And now after being, after this thing has been something that has entered you. Yes. Now you're able to go to a place of not departing. Yes. It's not, the Bible said train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is older, he should not depart. Mm-hmm. How much more powerful is that to, for the person that you are spiritually attached to as you are for your, the duration of your life attached to this person as a child, as a, as a son or as a daughter? Mm-hmm. How much more powerful is that for you? I need to keep being trained. I'm constantly, what is it? What is it? What is it? That way, when I'm on my own, many of us, we're just constantly coming to the prophet. Prophet, pray for me. Pray for this person. And those aren't bad things. But there's a place where we got to get out of that. Yeah. There's a place where it's like, I don't need you to prophesy anymore because God is now pulling me to prophecy. So when I come to you, I'm coming to you in submission mm-hmm. so that I can keep, get added on that next key. Yeah. What's next? Now I go out into the world. Yes. I'm back. I'm submitted. I'm watching your live stream. I'm whatever the case may be. Then I can go back out into the world and add these things. Many of us, I, I'm, I, I pray, man, listen, we have an under revelation church. Deep, deep, deep revelation. Listen to me, bro. Actually, this revelation is sweet. The problem is many of us are stuck in an infatuation stage. We're infatuated with the revelation that we cannot go beyond just the taste of the revelation. We cannot apply it now. Mm-hmm. So what happens is we're just, oh, this tastes so good, it's good, it's good. We stay in this, this dream space or dream state almost where the keys themselves, we're more so admiring what we're receiving versus yeah. actually applying what we're receiving. You're saying something. I, I want to, because somebody needs to hear this. We're admiring what we're receiving more than we're actually applying what we're receiving. And so God is looking at us like, look, bro. I gave you all these keys, all these keys right here. And you just want to, oh, that's a, oh, that's a pretty key. But God is saying, go open some doors, go open some doors. What are you doing? Go open doors. And then we want to come. And then the prophet is like, listen, man, let me see your keychain. Okay. You, you know how to do it. Go do it. Go figure out what the key you need to apply here. What key you need to apply here. And, And when we do that, we begin to go to a new level. I want to encourage somebody today. I want to really, really, really encourage somebody today. Listen, man. <laughs> I want to encourage somebody today. That I want to encourage somebody to serve. I want to encourage somebody to submit to God, to the things of God. Yes. And here's the one that hurts us to the ways of God. Submit to the ways of God. Yes. If this is how God has it set up, who cares how you feel about it? This is how God had it set up. So yeah. as I submit under the thing the, in the way that God had it set up, that's where my benefit is. That's where mm-hmm. I benefit from it. Mm-hmm. That's where, that's the place we need to be. That's the place that we need to be. The ways of God. We are, we, his, the Bible says his ways are not our ways. Yes. So what happens is we get stuck in the realm of our ways. Yes. We can never enter the realm of his ways. Yes. We're stuck here. This is my way. This is how I feel. Or this is how I got an understanding, which may have been a partial way of God. But this is all you have. 
And so he's trying to tell you, listen, there's more to it. Yeah. Come into my way mm -hmm. for he is the way. He is the way, the truth, and the light. I want to I, I, I wanna pray with you guys for a moment. I want to just go into some prayer. I want to dive into some prayer that God will open up our hearts, Amen. that God will begin to push us, that God will begin to challenge, that you will begin to allow God to challenge you in those areas where you were, where you were struggling with service and submission and understanding why this has to be this way. I want you to release it. Just say, God, I surrender. I want someone just to type, God, I surrender. God, I, surrender. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender my ways unto you. I surrender my mind, myself, my thoughts, my ability. Lord God, I give it all to you. Begin to pray right now. Begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we surrender our ways unto you. Lord, we submit unto you, oh God. Lord, we serve you and you only, oh God. We give it to you. Raba babashi ki anabaso hivrata hababoshi manzala kisa hokoli ya la ramba tiki anabosha araba baboshi ki anabasi habra tiki anabobosha aya la robo hosanta la kika amana mahoto la ramba aratiki anjala bababoshi ki anababashi ki atante ikale aloroto oshiki ala rata iyala babashi ki ala rota eh saraba hasiki arahota iyala rata a ibrata ki anabohosha in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I'm hearing the Lord tell somebody, harden not your heart. Harden Amen. not your heart. That's not just for someone coming into salvation, but that's for someone trying to go deeper into the things of God. Yes. Service and submission will take you far. Service and submission will open up grace with you and favor with you for God. Yes. Harden not your heart into the ways that you think are right. Mm. But listen to what God is saying in his ways, even though you don't understand it. When you don't understand it, it's the same thing as tongues, like I was saying. When you don't understand it, the more you begin to do it, you realize you're in the spirit. Yes, yes, yes. And you realize it's not about so much understanding. It's about getting to the spirit. Mm -hmm. Once I get there, God begins to reveal. This is where revelation comes in at. Mm -hmm. And it's so sweet here. Mm -hmm. Now, as he reveals Amen. it, this is what the breakdown of it is. This is the understanding of it now. Yes. Harden not your heart. Harden not your heart. Harden not your heart. Yeah. Harden not your heart in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want us to just pray right now. I want our point to be Jesus. Help me to better serve you. Jesus, help me to submit myself unto you. Help yes. me to yield to you in the way that I've never done before. Help me to yield to those who you have set here for me as pillars. Those who you have set here for me as gateways to go deeper into you. Begin to pray. Begin to pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Pray, open up your mouth and pray wherever you are in the world.
Hifa na raba tiki. Janta la koska. Isha na kika la robo. Husibi ya la roto. Isha ya la banti kisa. Isha la rati kia la rata. Come on, pray, pray, push through, push, push, submit yourself unto God, submit yourself, relinquish your will, go deeper, go to the place you've never been. Arataski, hama boboshi, aratali arada boboshi yana bahaki, e alarante le kiska. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hey, the Lord Jesus, just the Holy Spirit just dropped this. It just dropped this in my mind. Hallelujah. And, and I want to help someone. Yes, God. We have to remove pride. What does that have to do with what I'm talking about right now? Yes. The Bible teaches us that pride comes before fall. Every time, every time, mm-hmm. and you see an individual fall, or every time you fall, let's talk about ourselves. Every yes. time you fall, yes. there was an act of pride that preceded the fall. Yes. There was an act of pride that happened before you fell. Mm-hmm. Submission removes pride. Mm-hmm. Submission removes pride. When I submit, yes. it takes away the things that I think, that I want, that I want to do, and I say, oh, no, 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 I, I, I must do this because now it's no longer about I, me, you. Yes. It's now about doing what God has for you to do. Yes. Submission is a constant reminder that I cannot fall victim to pride. Yes. True submission will remove you from pride. Yes, yes. Amen? Yes, 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 amen. I pray that you guys are really getting this. I pray that you guys are understanding this. Because this is something that has allowed me to be in the position that I am. I understood service. I understood submission. Yes. It is something that gives me grace with many people. There are many people I have grace with. And it's not because I'm special. Although yes. I am special. It's not because I'm special. <laughs> the Lord Jesus loves me. We are all special. But it's not because I'm special. Yes. It's because I learned how to be of service to others. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I learned to be of service to others. The Bible says, submit ye yourselves one to another. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny, every time I see my brother Will or, or, or my sister Elena or JT, they, when they greet each other f- for the first time after not seeing each other for a while, um, they'll kneel. One to kneel, then the other kneel lower, then the other kneel lower, and the other a little lower until they're, they're down on the floor. And it's, and it's hilarious, but submitting yourself to one another looks similar to that. Mm. It looks like that. It looks like, hey, man. You good? I'm like, I, I, wanna, I want to be able to help you. I want to be able to empower you. I yeah. want to be able to edify you. I want to be able to bless you. But I want to do that for you. But no, nah, let me do that for you. But I'm going to do that for you. Yeah. And in doing so, we go back and forth. Wow. We go back and forth. And we're able to benefit. That's good. But it's all submission. Yeah. Remove that negative connotation that's associated with submission. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Submitting is a blessing. Mm. I want to say this last prayer and I want to encourage you guys if you haven't done so already please give to connect with this word to connect with this ministry to connect with the prophet who is over this ministry to connect with the blessings that are flowing from this house I want to get I want to just give you an opportunity before we say this final prayer to just give 
I want to give you an opportunity to give. Because just as I'm talking about service and submission, giving is equally important. It's deep. Amen. It's deep. I feel like popular. It's deep. <laughs> giving is deep. Serving and submission are deep. Yes. I'm trying to tell us the moment we can release ourselves from who we feel like we are, what we have to do, who we, who, the things we feel like we must do, we are able to enter into a different scope mm -hmm. or able to see through a new scope, a new lens. Oh, God, oh, that's what God's really doing. Yeah. Oh, I, I understand now. I didn't see that at first. It's enlightening. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. Many people struggle with giving. Many people struggle with... These are big things that people struggle with. Giving, submission, service. Oh, yeah. what? Struggle, bro. People struggle with it. But the moment we can relinquish ourselves... But that's the thing. People, they struggle with it. Uh -huh. If I have a struggle, I have a struggle. There it is again. I am acknowledging me. I am acknowledging pride. Yeah. When I submit, I am releasing myself of that. So I want us to give... I want us to be able to give. I want us to give... I want us to, even after this stream is over, I want you to share it with someone. Someone needs to hear this. Somebody, somebody needs to hear this. And I want, I want to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I want to be a blessing to, uh, you, you got to clip <laughs> it, prophet, apostle. All right. I got you. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody else would have said, look what the enemy trying to do. No, I just, I just, I was moving too much. Hey. That's all. Hey. <laughs> nah, but I, I want to be, a, I want to, I want to give us an opportunity to uh, participate. Amen. And be a blessing to this wonderful body of Christ, Christ that has been such a blessing unto us. Amen. God is good. God is real. Jesus is good. I, I want us to understand one final time that I want us to understand that this is a key but here's the thing mm. although this is a key there are other keys that also are important yes if this is something that's not your thing anymore mm -hmm. if this is not a struggle mm -hmm. if submitting and service is easy okay great Let's go take some other keys and add those things on. Yes. Let's add something else on. Yes. Let's add something else on. But for those of us who needed to hear this, whether it was a refreshment course, whether it was an empowerment course, an yes. enlightening course for you, whatever it was, I want us to understand that because God loves us, he wants us to understand his ways. Mm -hmm. He wants us to fall in line with his ways. Yes. He don't have to explain nothing to anybody. But here's the beautiful thing here. He has explained it. He has given, <laughs> man, y'all missing it. He has given revelation to us. God is not entitled to explain yes. himself or his ways. This is the way of God, period. But he has chosen us, this Ilya generation, to reveal yes. things about his ways. He's not, he doesn't owe that to us. He's such a good God. Yeah. He's such a good God. Yes. He's such a good God. Yes, yes, he's not yes. entitled to do any of these things, but he's doing it here. So I want us to, to say this final prayer. Lord, we love you. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you that 
though I thank you, O oh God, that those who are watching, Father, are being empowered, that their lives are being transformed through this ministry, through this live stream. Father God, I thank you for allowing me to sit here and minister unto your people in the place of my spiritual father, in the place that you have given me, oh God, right now. I do not take it for granted, Lord, but I thank you for it. Father, may just as I am able to sit in the place where my spiritual father sits, may they also be able to sit in this same place. May they also be able to receive and drink from that same fountain. May they even be blessed even more, even beyond. May they be able to excel in areas that where they could not excel because of the grace that is here. May they receive that grace. I decree and declare that grace over your life right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I love you. I bless you right now. I pray that you guys take this serious. I love you and I want you guys to just understand God is here. And he's doing an amazing thing. Tune in next time. We love you. This is the son of the prophet. And I'm checking out. Blessings.